Picks Mix is brought to you by the Arrow Meta Show, broadcasting on Liberated Syndication and on the, uh, YouTube.com forward slash Arrow Meta Show and is in association with the Old School Lane podcast. Picks Mix is brought to you by OldSchoolLane.blogspot.com and is associated with the Arrow Meta Show. Picks mix with Aaron and Patricia. Hey, Patricia, uh, how's it going? I'm good. We've just been having a very, very long winter. Yeah, and uh, has anything been bugging you recently? <laughs> yeah, we have to talk about our next movie, Ants. Oh wait, wrong movie. No, I think uh, you're referring to another particular Ant movie. So uh, shall I bring it up for us, and uh, so we can see it? Yeah, let's do it. It is A Bug's Life, and uh, I have to say, uh, this movie, I think, is, uh, I really don't know how to kind of, like, you know, put it into words, really. It's, uh, I mean, it was, uh, the one thing it had, I think, uh, to my knowledge, it had to top uh, Toy Story, and uh, whether it actually did or not, uh, I'm not entirely sure, because uh, there's a lot of uh, things that kind of go in into all of this yeah exactly like this had to be the next big movie for pixar after releasing the huge financial success that was uh toy story and i know i did that little joke earlier about ants but uh yeah there's been a lot of debate about whether this was supposed to be like the predecessor to ants because as some of you guys know john katzenberg used to work in disney and he left shortly after toy story because of disagreements um with uh, the former president of disney at the time he started DreamWorks, and he was the one who claimed to have came up with the idea of, let's do a movie about bugs. And so that was when Ants came out. And then uh, about shortly, a few weeks after, we have A Bug's Life. And a lot of people did the comparison, like, which is the better movie? Is it Ants or A Bug's Life? Mm-hmm. What is this? Is this new uh, company called DreamWorks, or is this new company called Pixar? So I think that, in my opinion, like, this movie was, like, one of many that started off the Pixar DreamWorks competition that pretty much flourished throughout the 2000s. Yeah, it'd be interesting to do, uh, once we get into, uh, I mean, somewhere down the line, we may consider going into DreamWorks films, and it'd be interesting to do a comparison between Ants and the Bug's Life. I actually saw Ants about a month ago, and um, I know a lot of people don't really consider Ants as like one of the definitive uh, DreamWorks movies as much compared to all the others that we have nowadays, like Shrek or um, Kung Fu Panda or How to Train Your Dragon. But I still respect Ants for what it is. It's definitely, uh, I mean, when looking back on it, it's it definitely does push in the boundaries of what a kids' film should present. Mm-hmm. So anyway, before um, we get into Ants, actually, uh, we've actually um, need to talk about the shot that came with the film, and uh, this was actually given in the theatrical and also the video releases, and it was called Jerry's Game. 
Oh, and then dear. not to mention, this was the very first like Pixar short that wasn't like, um, you know, one of those shorts that they used to do back in the 80s and early 90s, like um, uh, like the toy one or the snow, the snowman one or even, um, you know, Luxo's, uh, you know, the one with Luxo in it. Yeah. And also on top of that, it won an Academy Award in 1997. So uh, yes, it, was, it did. It was um, it was incredibly well received, and uh, I like the idea of like a, a guy who, like and I playing you know challenging himself, and uh, you know t- kind of taking on himself, and uh, you see kind of like this whole uh, you know uh, uh, mentality kind of going on within this you know this whole game of uh, of chess. I think it was, and uh, yes. so yeah, it was uh, it was crazy to watch to say the least, and it was very very thoroughly enjoyable. And again, it was uh, something that was uh, original and not kind of related to what we were going to get in the plot of the movie. So uh, that was yeah, uh, pretty much. I, and I not like to mention that. that we would see Jerry again in Toy Story two as the um, the toy restorer. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that was quite, and that was quite funny funny in itself to kind of see him. So uh, that was cool. So yeah, the, so now we go into a bug's life. So um, uh, the uh, so the plot we start off with the plot. So the grasshoppers arrive uh, once a season to extort food from the ants, supposedly in return for protection from bigger bugs. Uh, but while working uh, with an invention uh, to pick grain for more efficiently, an ant named Flick accidentally destroys the annual offering to the ants uh, we're collecting to appease the grasshoppers. So um, we go with this whole, I guess maybe Prince of Egypt, I guess kind of um, uh, run with, I guess so with these. Uh, Kind of like these ants, they're kind of like kind of slaves in a way, and uh, then you're basically trying to appease their uh, their godlike, you know, uh, godlike, uh, you know, elite of grasshoppers. So. Yeah, and a lot of people uh, even claim that it's basically like a kids' version of the Magnificent Seven, in which um, you have this town that's being overtaken by these thugs, and you have seven cowboys who come along and they save the town from these thugs. So. Yeah, it's kind of like in which, you know, Flick comes by and he saves his little colony of ants by recruiting a bunch of circus bugs, thinking that they're warriors. Mm-hmm. So um, this gets the whole colony into a lot of trouble, and uh, this puts uh, Flick in front of the uh, Royal Council. And uh, in a way of trying to get rid of him, they decide to get him to recruit some warrior bugs. And so uh, that was way of uh, getting basically getting rid of Flick and uh, to the uh, relief of the entire colony. So uh, we already have our, um, uh, you know, we have Flick, who now is basically, you know, uh, another underdog character. And uh, it was, uh, mind you, I think uh, during the uh, during the 90s, you know, we kind of had a lot of those characters at, at the time. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, I mean, you could even argue that with Ants, Z was an underdog character as well, thinking that he's insignificant compared to the entire colony. Yeah. And um, mind you, I have to say, you know, in regards to Flick and compared to, you know, Marlo from, uh, you know, uh, a good, the good dinosaur, I think Flick was probably more enjoyable to watch than, uh, than, uh, you know, the other, you know, you know, other uh, person we supposed to kind of feel sorry for. Anyway, and, Fl- and Flick was. Dumb. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, you know, Flick is actually very creative. He's very helpful for his colony. He's not like some bumbling dork who pretty much gets himself into trouble and. And you know, like for absolutely no reason other than conflict. But I believe at least he looks like he has a backbone, and you can back him. So you know, mm-hmm. uh, quite surprised, quite surprising for uh, for an insect. So uh. yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, he actually did stand up for um for one of the um, the grasshoppers earlier in the movie. We'll, we'll get to that part later. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he does actually defend himself, and he actually does um you know try to help others when people are in trouble. 
Yeah. Um, so, um, Flick finds his way to the city, which is actually a garbage under a particular famous trailer. Uh, so, and, uh, <laughs> and do I believe that yeah, was... the same trailer that was in Monsters, Inc. Yeah, and uh, was the, um, was the, the Pizza Planet uh, vehicle parked outside in that one? Yep. I don't remember if it was. Yeah, it was. Okay, so, mm-hmm. cool. So, a lot of... Uh... Yeah, and, and a lot of people, you know, once again, going into the Pixar theory, you know, I know we haven't covered this movie yet, but some people say that the tree that they're living under is the same little sapling that Wally is trying to bring back to Earth. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, why you explain why there's not a lot of people around. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Flake goes to the city um, and uh, he manages, he mistakes a, a bunch of uh, circus performers uh, who act in, who act collapsed in the chaos uh, as a warrior box he, he's seeking. And, uh, you know, I was wondering about the, uh, because, well, there was a scene before that where you can see, actually see them as circus bugs and obviously the uh, they do the whole flaming death uh, routine and it just goes up in their face and they end up getting fired. So uh, I believe yeah, that because be... it just ended up being a huge disaster. Mm-hmm. So they're all like in a, in a bar, drowning their sorrows, and then uh, they uh, basically a bunch of bugs uh, mess with the wrong ladybug, and then all of a sudden chaos ensues. So uh... which I actually thought that was a funny twist, in which the ladybug is actually a guy, and uh, yeah, that's actually a really interesting point. I mean, it's called a ladybug, but men and women can be ladybugs so i actually do like that little plot twist yeah it was interesting commentary wasn't it for uh for what it was and uh so sure so, so both flick and the circus troupe uh return soon return home to their respective mistakes uh however the rest of the camp colony have become convinced that these newcomers are the warriors for which they hoped to would rescue the circus bugs and help flick uh, pull off a daring rescue of Dot, so the young princess uh, hands of the con- colony who idolizes Flick, and uh, a wounded Francis, uh, a, a ladybug performer who uh, we basically talked about before from the uh, This Hungry Bird. So uh, basically, they um, imagine the, the whole s- the routine of them introducing them to the colony, and uh, they're greeted as heroes. And uh, you know, the, the circus buds are not aware of all of this. And then, like all the kids, all the kids put on like the the, uh, the you know the play of them, like you know, uh, attacking the grasshopper. <laughs> And so, and you see That's them all turning. That's actually my favorite scenes, yeah. yeah, and you see them all turning white, and he's like, "Yeah, he's like that was that was pretty brutal, dark comedy." When you when you think about it, because it's uh, you know that got yeah, exactly that got pretty dark pretty quickly, and like uh, it was even I don't know the 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 fact that it was children is like kind of makes it a bit more <laughs> I don't know kind of makes it a bit more dark. Anyway, they, they think you know this is what's going to happen when they take on the grasshoppers and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, and one of my favorite things about that scene is that, you know, Tuck and Roll, who are the little roly-poly bugs from the circus, they don't understand English. So when they're just seeing the performance, they just clap and they just enjoy it and they don't realize that, oh, this is them (laughs) and they're supposed to be fighting against the grasshoppers. They just think it's just a big performance. Yeah. Uh, caught between the uh, opportunities to turn around his fortunes within the colony and the fortunes of the bug troop are not, not who they appear to be. Flick uh, advocates building a fake bird to scare away grasshopper. So, um, so they, they when they go through the whole, um, how do you feel about the whole? Like, it does feel a bit like the liar revealed again. You know, like a, a massive yeah, trope it, it that we've seen in the nineties. Yeah, and so. Um, I mean, mind you, would you say this was one that wasn't done as badly? I guess there's other ones that have been done in the past, I guess. I guess so. I mean, it it does make a lot of sense considering that, you know, Flick is trying to help his colony as opposed to like, oh, I'm 
I'm this character, or I have this position in power, or I'm rich, or what have you. He's just doing it for the sake of, I want to protect my friends and my family from, you know, grasshoppers harassing them for more food. Yeah, and it looks like, you know, at least the at least the bugs were trying to do something heroic, you know, by basically crazing the yeah, fake exactly. bird and uh, getting that, basically using that to scare the grasshoppers away. So, uh, mm-hmm. at, least there, at least there was that part of it as well. So, um... Uh, maybe, maybe during all this, you know, they're putting off uh, basically collecting for the next. You can see actually as it all plays out, they're not been collecting for like the uh, the next offering. So uh, yeah, can... they haven't been. I mean, I know that they have maybe collected enough food for themselves, but they haven't collected any food for the grasshoppers. They've been mostly working on building the fake bird. Mm-hmm. So that's all been playing out, and uh, uh, so after advocating for a bit. bit uh, Doing the fake bug, the ants unite behind Flick until uh, his uh, circus ringmaster PT Flea uh, arrives on the uh, on the scene to retrieve his former his uh, former performers. And uh, yeah, they were building that up pretty well. Like uh, so, they're all having this celebration, and uh, the um, all the ants are on the lookout, and you can see like they all got like the torches and that. And then you start slowly seeing like one torch come up and another torch come up, and you start to think, oh, good grief, it's the grasshoppers, and you know they're uh, they're on their way. And so, uh, but then, then you find out that it's actually P.T. Flea. And uh, he does come out of the blue, actually, when you think about it. Because you would think that P.T. Flea, at the time, was actually just kind of like, you know, a, a character, which is kind of like a device to kind of like, um, you know, show how, you know, shitty the bugs are, in a way. And, uh, you know, all like, and uh, so uh, the fact that we saw him again was actually quite a surprise to me when I first saw it. Because I thought, oh, he's just there as a device. Yeah. He's not there as actually like a, you know, exactly. a side character. I mean, you, you didn't think that he was going to come back. You thought, oh, he was going to show up that one time and then you never see him again. But no, uh, it's like, oh, well, we need to find a way to reveal that these uh, bugs are not warriors. They're from the circus. So here comes P.T. Flea and he's been going around from anthill to anthill looking for them. And then eventually, um, you know, they do get revealed. And apparently Flaming Hit was a gigantic hit for the circus, which is why he wants to call them back. And that's when the big reveal of, oh, they're not warriors, they're circus bugs. And then that's when the reveal of, oh, um, you know, uh, Flick actually knew this the whole time and he was just trying to hide it so that they can actually make the bird. Yeah. So um, that that basically happens. And then uh, Flick gets uh, maybe gets banished by, uh, a, uh, by Princess Atta. Who is the older sister of Dot and uh, banishes Flake from? And uh, yeah, and also um, apparently for some reason Wacko and Yakko are not in this movie. <laughs> uh, so they banish Flake, and uh, he goes on to join the rest of the circus. Uh, meanwhile, the grasshopper's home in the uh, sombrero under a sombrero in the desert. Uh, Malt Hopper's brother is uh, tricked by the other grasshoppers to try and talk Hopper into returning to the as ant- of returning to the ant island, uh, since they don't have a, since they have more than enough food to, to last. There's a last out the rain soon. Uh, Hopper's in, is his response shows the men exactly what they are uh, trying returning to bury the three in question uh, with them with about 300 seats. So you can uh, so basically he goes through like, the whole thing of like oh why bother coming back going back and uh, then uh, he says oh he talks about that one ant and uh, which is Flake and he says oh if they all if one turns against us then they may all turn against us. So he basically uses that for justification to uh, get his whole uh, gang to basically go off and uh, find the find the ants again. Yeah, and this is another dark moment in which when he's trying to prove that if the ants override them, then they'll be powerless. And he, you know, throws a little seed at them and he asks if it hurts and then he pulls down all of the seeds and they get crushed. And we can assume that they die because we never see them again. Mm-hmm. What do you think of Hopper as a villain? Like, uh, 
I mean, you know, it's kind of ironic knowing that Kevin Spacey voices him. Hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, I actually forgot about that, actually. Oh, good grief. And uh, so, uh, yeah, you know, just this. <laughs> that, 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 that's actually the air out of me, actually, just there knowing that. So, uh, sorry, I, I didn't even know that. Did Kevin Spacey play, played Harper? Really? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, wow, yep. I, ne- I never knew that. So, wow. Um, the, um, so, anyway, that's, that's, not, that's not people we off track now, so let's just go back onto that. So, uh, nearly all the, nearly after, um, nearly all the work has happened and they confused the BT inadvertently and incinerates the, oh, hang on a second, we've skipped a bit. Um, I, I knew we did, so uh, let me just have a look at this. Having wasted an enormous amount of time pursuing Flick's plans to stand up to the grasshoppers, the ants try desperately to gather enough food for the new offering, but due to the rapidly approaching winter season, they can't find enough food to meet the quota. Uh, when the grasshoppers return, they are angered by the uh, meagering offer, uh, offering, and Dot overhears Hopper's plan to squash the queen as a, re- as a revenge. So she goes off to try and find it, but uh, is then attacked by their... Uh, oh, what's the name of that uh, grasshopper? Uh, that really feral grasshopper? A thumper. There we go. So uh, there's yeah, that summer. whole there's that whole scene. Which is the and then, same uh, name as uh, you know the rabbit from Bambi. Yeah, and uh, there's also um, yeah actually that's interesting now that they decided to go with that name. And uh, also there's uh, the, there's a bit where they've been doing this thing with Dot in the uh, in the in the in the film where she's trying to like use her wings and stuff. And uh, so and then she finally you know in a desperate attempt to try and stay alive she uses them and uh, then flies off to uh, go find uh, Flick and the rest of the uh, rest of the bugs. Uh, mm-hmm. And then yeah. we have this really uh, sweet moment where, um, you know, Flick realizes about how his inventions actually help people as opposed to like causing trouble. Mm-hmm. So, um, so Dolph goes finds goes to find a Flick, and then they have that emotional moment, and uh, then uh, they decide to uh, uh, go back and help help the help the defeat the uh, defeat the grasshoppers, and they do it by basically putting them on a, a circus act, which. Uh, I thought it was pretty good, actually. Yeah, I like the it was bit. Brilliant. Yeah, I like the bit with the uh, with the mantis when uh, he does like the whole like uh, he you know the whole the whole magic trick and then the the the, the moon kind of uh, you know gay, the the moon disappears in front of the clouds and uh, then uh, la- la- the ladybug kind of turns around and says, "Oh, he's getting good at this." So it's like uh, that, that, right. that, was, that was pretty hilarious at that point, and uh, so um, they managed to rescue the queen by making her disappear. And uh, that obviously uh, makes Hopper wonder what on earth has gone on. And uh, meanwhile, while all this has been going on, uh, Flick has, been, has managed to get the uh, their scout troop to go and uh, get the bird ready, and uh, which is still up there, and uh, basically get that flying around. And so all this chaos goes on, and uh, the, the the bugs start acting like they've been attacked by the bird and stuff, and that scares off the majority of the grasshop- grasshoppers away. But then uh, P.T. Flea doesn't realize that the whole thing is a work, and decides to use the flaming death to basically set the bird on fire. And uh, then Robert realizes that it's fake. So Yeah, and then it starts getting dark again, in which when he grabs Dot into her hand, and then when Flick approaches Hopper saying that the bird was his idea, he six-thumper on him, and he pretty much just beats him to hell. Yeah, and uh, that was um, that, that, sorry, that was a pretty strong moment after that. And then uh, Hopper tries to go and uh, finish the job, but uh, then uh, um, the uh, Princess Atta stands in his way. And uh, was it at that point? And then uh, Flick gives that gives that speech of saying like, uh, you know, you're wrong, Hopper. Uh, ants are not meant to serve grasshoppers. Uh, I've seen ants do great things, and year after year, they somehow manage to pick enough food for themselves and you. So who is the weaker species? The ants don't need the grasshoppers. Uh, you need it's you who needs us. We are stronger than what you say you are, and you know it, don't don't you? 
and uh, then all the ants just start to rise up. And uh, and here's the thing: they kind of throw us with like the uh, the the ending, because like you think that they're gonna like put him into the cannon, like launch him into the air, and uh, basically be done with him. But then it starts raining, and uh, then yeah. uh, then we get kind of like you know a, a, another like a, a a true ending, if you will, quote unquote. So uh, which uh, yeah, it's kind of interesting about how uh, in the climax of both ants and a bug's life, it involves with water. With you know the bugs' life's case, you have rain, and in the ants' case, you have uh, the mega tunnel flooding because they were digging near the river. Mm. I like to see that in three D. Like uh, that would have been a cool thing to watch. I think uh, that whole. Oh yeah, yeah I mean it would have been. It would have felt like oh, it, it's actually raining. It feels like uh, you know giant drops of rain is falling yeah, on look, me. Let's look at that. Was the was the bugs' life ever released in three D? I don't think it ever was. I don't think so. No, that would, that would be interesting to see to see that because I'm sure there'd be a lot of three D elements they could do at least at least in the ending scene. At the least, mm-hmm. so uh, might be kind of cool to watch. So um, they basically they um, they end up in front of a, a real bird, which uh, Hopper believes is a, is another fake bird full of uh, you know ant children. And uh, unfortunately, it's not. And uh, he gets a pretty gruesome death when you think about it. Like uh, yeah, again, you know, another I, dark I, moment. I, I always thought the gr- the grossest death I probably ever saw in uh, a Disney film, and I'm sure you're going to tell me differently, uh, was when uh, Gaston basically fell thousands of feet to his death in uh, Beauty and the Beast. And uh, I think after, uh, after, after seeing that, and then seeing uh, Hopper's death after that, I think that kind of like tops, you know, the Gaston death being eaten to death. Or eaten alive. Uh, there's a, I mean, it's, yeah, it's a bit debatable. I mean, we could talk about like, uh, which which is worse, like maybe when Sykes from Oliver and Company gets run over by the subway train, or when um, Clayton from Tarzan gets hung. Oh yeah, yeah and, still uh, a. I mind you, on top of that as well. Judge, uh, in the Pixar world, Judge we, Doom. Uh, oh, the Pixar world. Okay. Oh, oh yeah, well, no, no, no. Sorry, yeah, Judge Doom is definitely a pretty gruesome death, but uh, I mean, uh, you got um, uh, Charles Munts. Uh, from up, you know, he fell thousands of, you know, even even higher from his death, and uh, so uh, no doubt he had to wait a couple of seconds before he hit the ground. You know, so mm-hmm. uh, there was that one, and uh, yeah, so uh, I think yeah, Hopper's death is definitely up there with, uh, you know, the pretty gruesome deaths in Disney. You know, if you know all the Disney, oh, yeah. Pixar. So, so they have all this celebration. Uh, Princess Atta then becomes Queen Atta. I'd imagine. Uh, I think uh, if the ending is anything's way, and Flick is uh, welcome back into the colony and is considered a hero. So uh, mm-hmm. all well that ends well. And uh, the uh, eventually though, to because uh, um, the um, so the, the the circus books go off to uh, basically do their circus act again, and uh, that's that's the end of the film. So uh, yeah, pretty pretty standard. I guess I would say. Yeah, yeah, I would say that, yeah. I mean, it's kind of shocking that a groundbreaking movie like uh, Toy Story and then a follow-up would be a generic movie that follows by the books like A Bug's Life. It feels kind of, uh, you know, let down. But then again, I mean, after Toy Story, I mean, they were expecting, like, extremely high standards. And especially since DreamWorks was coming out at the time and Disney was at its low point, I guess it's kind of hard to top it off, but then again, they would a year later with Toy Story Two. Yeah. Um, well, I guess the you know in box office wise, I guess you can't say they failed on it. I mean, like uh, it did like three hundred and sixty three million at the box office, and it took one hundred and twenty million to make. You know, uh, but mind you, I guess you got to count in, uh, um, you know, promotion material as well, which must have cost a couple of million. So I guess they kind of scraped over there uh, over the finish line. You know, yeah, pretty much. Stuff. I mean, they did. Yeah. 
Uh, Randy Newman also did the music as well, which uh, I guess you could uh, at least he didn't put in like any like show tunes or anything like that. So I guess that's. I mean, unless you count unless you count like the end credits. Yeah, I guess. So um, scores. Um, I guess it's a pretty standard movie. Oh, oh, right, right before we hold on, uh, yeah. right before we just you know go give our scores. Sure. This was actually the first Pixar movie that gave us the bloopers. Um. Oh yeah, it was, wasn't it? And uh, unfortunately, <laughs> a lot of them are Kevin Spacey, but uh, you know, at least you could say he was hilarious in them i guess and uh but sure. uh, yeah there was uh yeah i guess there's i don't know like out of all the bloopers i mean i guess it's a bit unfair to say that you know this is like uh because this was the first time they did bloopers in this because uh, i think my favorite bloopers right now uh, you know right off the top of my head i guess has to be i guess has to be a tie between you know toy story 2 and monsters inc uh, i guess yeah the, the bloopers but uh, i guess the worst bloopers i think are probably the incredibles because they weren't really bloopers when you think about it they were basically just errors in like uh, yeah that's you know, true yeah so they weren't really real bloopers like uh, this is a bit of a shame oh imagine they brought the bloopers back in incredibles too like uh, that'd be kind of fun yeah that'd be great yeah that'd be kind of fun cool so uh, yeah but so yeah this was the first one to do uh, bloopers and uh, yeah it was um, definitely uh, definitely something um so shall we shall we do scores Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a it's pretty standard. It doesn't really take any massive risks or anything. I guess the only thing I could say about the the risks they took is kind of uh, you know an on screen you know brutal death of Hopper, I guess. And so, I guess seven point five, I guess for me. Yeah, I'd probably give it like seven out of ten. It's okay. pretty standard, especially since it's you know it was trying to follow up on the huge coattails that was Toy Story. And mm-hmm. the the characters are okay. The story's okay. It's it's an okay story. I mean, it's not awful, but I mean, you would expect something a lot better with the follow up to Toy Story. So it's all right. Yeah, it's not one of my favorites, though. I I guess seven is um is fair. So uh, that's where we are with uh, with Bugs Life. So uh, not incredibly interesting, and uh, but uh, hey, it's uh, it's another Pixar film. So and. Uh, We've still got plenty more to go, so uh, Patricia, thank you very much for uh, doing this with me. Thank you for having me. And uh, from all of us, uh, until the next film, take care and bye-bye for now. Catch you later.